Alright, and we are back. Welcome back to Stealing Signs. I am Swag. He is Mikey. Yay. We are going to break down the backstops today. This is a make or break position for your fantasy team on a yearly basis. You are not in a 12-team league going to be able to wait and compete. So you have to make a decision before your draft. Are you going to go after the the big guys and, and use one of those early picks? Or are you going to use the wonderful brains of Swag and Mike and uh, and find yourself a, a gem a little further down? So um, you guys know the process at this point. I'm not going to waste time getting into it. First up is our pick for the number one catcher for 2020. Mikey, what you got? I am going to go with Mr. Gary Sanchez. The reason I'm going with Gary Sanchez is number one, is I've seen pictures of Gary Sanchez this spring. He looks... The fucking Hulk. Mon- <laughs> monstrous. Hey, um, who's been, who's that guy been working out with? The Rock? <laughs> it's, it's very incredible. Um, I believe because of all the injuries to the Yankees, he'll probably hit cleanup now. I go with Gary Sanchez as my number one catcher this year. The guy's there every year. He's He's got the potential. He's got the uh, the power. Um, you're right. I, I, saw, I saw those same pictures and impressive. Uh, if working out translates to success, that guy is a lock. Yep. They do have him uh, slated as the cleanup hitter as of right now. Good go. spot to be in. Great lineup. Great park. You know, injuries, again, his really only concern without you know, the injury concern, then there's no question, right? The only thing that holds him back on anyone's list, in my opinion, for being number one is that possibility. Uh, he stays healthy in, in that lineup, and, and I, I think you're uh, you're going to do just fine with Gary Sanchez. Yep. Who you got? For my friends, not a surprise. Not an illegitimate pick either. Um, the only other guy, really, in my opinion, to consider in this position, JT Realmuto. You know, he has the bat, uh, not quite as much pop, obviously, as Sanchez. Uh, but he does everything else a little better. And most importantly, JT is regularly over 500 at-bats, and there's not a lot of catchers that can say that in this league, especially now with the tandems that are going on all throughout the league. So if you can get your guy behind the plate with 500 at-bats and he's not good, that's a solid catcher. Um, This guy uh, went from uh, the uh, mid-80s points-wise in fantasy when he was in, in Miami uh, his first year in Philadelphia jumped up to a 100-point player. He's going to be batting second, or they actually have him slated as leading off some games. In either case, Bryce is right behind him. They're actually moving Bryce up to two on the games they have him leading off. If they do stick with that, that's what they're looking at right now. I expect more from him. I honestly I expected a little more last year, uh, but you know me, I'm uh, ever the optimist. And then he runs a little, which you don't ever get from this position. And again, for a catcher that's going to be hitting first or second, uh, the possibility of getting some stolen bases every now and then is not a a bad thing either at that position. I personally would pretty much bet on one of those two being the top. So, you know, catcher's a hard position to fill. And if you don't get one of the top ones, you better be right on your guess. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I Uh, like it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, as far as top two goes, right, out of all the positions we've done so far, if you made me pick one of them, that I could, I would lock those two guys in and feel pretty yes. confident one or the other is going to be the case. All right, uh, moving on to our value pick. So this is uh, the more likely scenario. You, did, you don't take your catcher right away. You're going after the big bats. Now you're down a little bit, a uh, few rounds back in the draft, and you're looking for somebody that could possibly move up. Who are we going with now, Mikey? I'm going to go with somebody who's a little bit forgotten, maybe a little overlooked, 
and I'm going to go with uh, Sal Perez. Mm. He, he's uh, he's going right around seven or eight in most drafts that I've seen. And anybody that's been playing fantasy baseball for a while so knows Sal Perez always ends up three or four, somehow, some way. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's just, if you look at the Royals lineup, they're just better. They just have better players. They look like they're going to be a better team. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Sal Perez. I believe he'll slide somewhere around four or five. So if you're getting him seven or eight, you get a four or five. There you go. That's value. So uh, obviously hurt last year. He didn't play at all uh, last year. 2018, Sal Perez was the third best fantasy catcher with a 235 average, which is not impressive. Still the 27 home runs, 80 RBIs. Again, from that position, just solid numbers. He led the league in RBIs that year for a catcher. And uh, there's no reason to expect him not to to be able to work back those numbers. So uh, you're right. A guy that, you know, still on the list is not like he's completely disrespected, but the uh, missing a season is going to remove him from some of your uh, competitors' brains. And yes. um, I do agree that uh, that he's going to be better than seven this year. So good pick. I'm going with uh, Sean Murphy, uh, the rookie, the kid out of Oakland, 293 with 20 extra base hits in 41 minor league games before uh, coming up. Again, any catcher that you can get with a, close to a 300 average is wonderful. The guy's going to be a four category contributor, in my opinion. Um, he does need to improve his fly ball rate a little bit. And if he does that, he may be even a surprise to, to me. Uh, and I think that he should be picked higher than his average draft position at the moment. Right now, he's ranked as the 15th catcher. Uh, so that's outside of the uh, your starters, essentially, in a 12-10-12 team league. And I think that uh, that Murphy could perform uh, to at least starter potential. And again, with a, you know, a young guy like that, you're always hoping that he may be a little better than you expect. So I think that's a possibility. Um, he's going to get more at-bats this year, obviously. So the Sean Murphy is my value pick. Yeah, I like that pick. I like that pick. I feel that I've seen him as low as uh, 20 or 22 in some of the lists that I've seen. Mm. And uh, it just feels like he's going to slide into a, to a starter position, somewhere around the 10 or 12 slot, maybe even a little lower. I mean, that lineup is solid. So, yeah, Sean Murphy, I, I, I like the pick. I think he's definitely going to be higher than 15. Yeah, he is, um, you know, he's not, again, not Real Muto. He's not, he's not uh, Sanchez. He's going to be batting probably seventh, eighth in the lineup, mo- like many catchers. So, again, not a, a premium spot in the uh, in the batting order, but – the possibilities and the fact that he does have an open job right now, it is his to uh, to grab and to hold on to, and I expect him to do that. There you go. All right, so next up is our sleepers. We're going to move a little bit further down the list. So who are we going with sleeper here, Mike? My sleeper's pretty low, low down the list. He's at round 22 to 24 from what I've seen in most lists, and uh, it's Robinson Chirinos. He's now the starter in Texas, undoubtedly the starter in Texas. Um, it is a new park. We don't know how it's going to play, but you have to figure that it's Texas. They're probably not going to do a pitcher's park. <laughs> and if you look at his average the last three years, I mean, this guy averages the last three years 18 home runs. He's got 18, 17, 18. So that's, I just feel at 22, that, you know, you're looking for value around there. And I believe you found a starter with Robinson Chirinos. So age, obviously a little concerned, right? He's 35. But other than that, correct. He seems to be uh, on a yearly basis. Uh, the most underappreciated catcher in fantasy baseball. Last year, he was in the top 10 uh, as far as uh, catchers go. 22 doubles, as you said, 17 home runs. And that's 366 at-bats. So again, it's probably not going to go down 
good pick. Not you know, you're not going to get a lot out of average from him, but again, we're talking about the catcher position. So yeah, I like that a lot as a uh, as a sleeper pick. Every year he ends up being better than expected. So nice pick. Yep. Who you got? My sleeper is a kid that um, started up with the Phillies, so I do know a little bit more about him than the uh, than your average fan. Uh, since he went to Miami from the Phillies, not a whole lot of people know him that didn't know him. So uh, Jorge Alfaro, uh, still a young kid, strong bat. That he's never hit less than 262 so far. He had a, a season where he did hit uh, over 300, limited at bats. But this is in the majors, not the minors. 262 is the worst he's done. He hit 262 last year, 18 home runs and 344 at bats. I uh, believe they moved the fences in a little bit there in Miami, so that probably won't hurt him either. Batting sixth in the batting order, which again is a solid spot for a catcher that you know is going in the the teens to to twenties in average draft position. So. There's a lot to like about the guy. Um, I, just watching him, he just uh, I, I have this this saying, he he looks like a ball player. I do like Alfaro. I think he's going to move up. I don't know that he'll you know be a, a top contributor this year, but I definitely expect him to be better than he is going. And um, I think it's somebody that you can get a, a lot of a lot of stats out of uh, without having to waste a pick early on the position. Yeah, it's a good pick. I mean. The fact that he hits for average is surprising. 260 is pretty good for a catcher. He's got pop. I did hear the Marlins did move their fences in. I believe Mm -hmm. it's right and left center, about seven feet. He's way down the list, and I believe that I don't think he's had his career year yet. Yeah, and and the guys ahead of him, you know, that are being drafted ahead of him, you know their ceilings. You're not going to be surprised by Buster Posey, Travis Darno, uh, Yadier Molina. These are all guys that you you know what they're going to do. They're not going to jump up. So if you're giving me, you know, three guys in their 30s that I, you know, their ceiling is is already kind of capped, and then in the same area I can take a, a guy in his you know mid 20s that has improved each year. I'm going with the uh, the higher ceiling rather than the safer floor. There you go. All right. And finally, who's going to shit on us this year, Mikey? What uh, what catcher do we have that doesn't deserve his uh, draft position? I like to go out on a limb once in a while. I, my reputation, it's okay. Um, I'm going to go with Will Smith of the Dodgers. Oh. He's going five or six, I know. But, you know, I've already mentioned I think Sal Perez is going to be better than him. I believe there's a couple catchers that are going to slide ahead of him. He's going to hit eighth in the National League, which is not a good spot. We're not going to see pitches. The Dodgers have kids that are waiting to come up. So if he slips a little bit, you know, his uppercut swing, he, he definitely faded in the second half. I just feel Will Smith will not be a top five pick. He'll probably be around 10 or 12. And that, to me, is a bust. How do you feel? Yeah, for where he's at. See, yeah, I, I'm with you. I am. I wouldn't mind having Will Smith this year if I was able to solidify some other spots on my team first. But you're right. As a number five, you're not going to be able to do that. Uh, so you're going to have to decide early if you want to take the risk of you know jumping on a, a guy that young, that unestablished. And again, the guy, you know, 15 home runs last year and, and less than 200 at-bats. There's a, a high ceiling possibility. Obviously, the Dodgers saw something because they let their big bat behind the plate walk away. But I'm with you. That I think that's a little too high, a little too early for Will Smith. I went with, uh, I, I again, um, I've, I've been having a hard time with the bus this year. I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe I'm just not, uh, I don't have the balls that you do. You're too nice. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, with Omar Navarez and not necessarily because I don't expect him to be able to, to perform, 
but nine times out of 10, if you tell me that, uh, that somebody's going from Seattle to Milwaukee, I'm all over it. That's a, a wonderful situation for fantasy as far as parks go. But I'm just not sold on Navarez yet. I know he's given you solid numbers. I think, honestly, I don't know that he's going to, in the definition of a bust, I don't know that he's going to drop out of the realm that he's in. But I do think that anybody going from Seattle to Milwaukee should jump up. And I don't necessarily expect that. Uh, So, you know, not a drop off necessarily, not a huge fall, but I'm not, most people I believe are going to expect more out of him because of that move. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I I can see that. I don't know that uh, he's going to face many left-handers. He doesn't really hit good against left-handers. So there's some lists that have him higher than others. He's definitely a question mark. I I would say he's a question mark. Yeah. Guy that I've used him. I've had him in the past. Um, Like I said, I just, I don't think he's going to make the move up the list that the, the move to Milwaukee has given him on most of the average draft list. So, all right, well, there you have it. We are done. Once again, we went through our catchers again, guys. Very important position. There are a handful of other guys that we'd love to talk about, but we want to keep it short and sweet for you guys. So please take some extra time and in, in, in the catcher department because yep. nine times out of 10, the, the guys that have the points behind the plate are the ones that are playing in the postseason. Yep. All right. We will be back with the outfield position. That's going to be a fun one. And then we're going to bring you pitchers as well. So that'll round out our positions. Uh, So we got two more coming up. I hope this helps you guys out in your draft and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Y'all get the hell on out of here now. Go on. Go on home. Get out of here.